Welcome, guys. This is K-pop fighting. This is the co-host TYB, and this is the co-host Kyun. So, how was your week? It's been very crazy weather nowadays. Yeah, know? it's like almost winter. Yeah, but like in like one to two p.m., it's all of a sudden summer for like two minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it then... gets warm, and it becomes the polar opposite. Yep, that's <laughs> crazy. I'm curious, so dynamic, man. I mean, the culture and everything. And the weather is, I think, part of it too. Mm-hmm. So, what was was there anything special that happened to you this week? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna be releasing my song finally. Nice. Uh, sometime next month. So, mm. uh, by the time this uh, this is being recorded is mid October. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be released in mid November. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's, I hope. That's great. So we'll look forward to that. And you're, it's gonna be like on Spotify soon, right? So yeah, it's gonna be on all. DSPs, all streaming services. Nice, nice. Including the Korean ones, also. Is there anything you want to like, like a very mild spoiler that you can give uh, us? Yeah, the title is gonna be a bit extreme. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not that extreme, but the title is gonna be a bit spooky. Mm. Uh, but Just like Halloween, yeah. Yeah, Halloween energy. Nice. But still, uh, but the song itself is gonna be really romantic, really. Uh, I don't know, nostalgic in a way. Nice. Yeah. Well, for me, something happened too, actually. I met this K-pop fans who were elder, actually. And mm-hmm. then they gave us like all kinds of stories. So they are not retiring because they want to go to K-pop concerts. Oh, wow. Four or five times a year or something like that. And they know, in a sense, more about K-pop than me uh-huh. in many sense. And they talked to me about all kinds of like concerts and like how... Like, in a way, CDs are so expensive in yeah. America because it's, like, imported CDs. So, like, it costs, like, $40. Oh, wow. So, like, they said they come to Korea and buy all the CDs because it's, here it's, like, 20 bucks. Yeah. So it's much cheaper. So they bought all this music and, like, that kind of remind me, wow, K-pop has a long way to go. But actually, I can feel, like, there are way, way more people into this k-pop culture yeah so by el- elderly you mean like people in their 50s 50s 60s something like that wow. not like 80s or something so but like still. very passionate about yeah k-pop. yeah very passionate wow. about k-pop and i think it's not just teenagers of course when you go to like ncd concert it's like what 12 year old people, yeah which is good they have their own energy vibe people my age really love NCT. Oh, actually, I love NCT too. Or straight kids. Slightly older, but still yeah, teen, true. teenage vibe in it. But there are all kinds of music in K-pop and I think it's growing, but you we don't have like an infrastructure to like have that momentum even now. Like, we think we do, but like, so I think it's it's very exciting news, I think. Because yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it has improved, but mm-hmm. still we have a long way to go. Yeah, yeah we have audience, it's just, it's just reaching it. And this is what we're doing right now is one of the way to reach those audience, mm-hmm. hopefully. So like, I think in one time we should have like a discord and like have a community of people who to talk with each other. Yeah. That's that- just... That's one way to do it. Yeah, and uh, in a way, I kind of want to have like a community of people just share this culture and just, you know, enjoy it more as a community. But we'll see how it goes. Yeah, for sure. Dis- so, Discord server. Yep, yep, would, would yep. Would be 
Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, uh, I'm trying, but like, I'm right now like, like spooky and like very you know hidden and trying to find what other guys do, and, and they're doing an awesome job. Like, there's a uh, some reaction YouTubers that I like actually, mm-hmm. so I will talk about that later in in a sense, and maybe we'll do reaction too, just to follow the you know tide and everything. There's yeah, so many good music videos that is reviewable mm-hmm. even from a couple of years ago or maybe even. 10 years ago yeah it's so like you know iconic that that we don't have like a it's we don't need to worry about like the number of music video we can watch together and review yeah we we can like review some some like og k-pop videos like haru haru yep 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 and (laughs) when you say that's good because today's topic is g dragon yeah like probably (laughs) if like there are many people who say like who are the biggest k-pop but group it's obviously bts yeah obviously but one personnel it's probably this guy g dragon yeah like he is like the biggest k-pop star ever i think honestly. yeah like for now for now yeah, like, yeah yeah i mean there might be someone bigger like emerging like later on but yep. for now like as of 2023 you know, it, it's, it's got to be G-Dragon. Yeah, like, BTS is so big, and they are, like, the group, not just K-pop, maybe. Yeah. But the point of them is being a group, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's their point, and their teamwork, and their mm-hmm. shared personality. Big Bang, uh, of course, they were a team, but the point was G-Dragon. Yeah. You know? And then G-Dragon himself is, like, the biggest artist. Yeah, and he was the mastermind yep. behind their songs, yep. their yep. projects. I agree. So, like, that's something we want to talk about. Well, and I guess you can say, like, G-Dragon is, like, a pioneer who sort of started mm-hmm. K-pop, what should I say, phenomenon globally. Yeah. So, like, we should definitely talk about this guy when we want to talk about it. So, like... Even when I started this show, I was thinking, just like we should go through Suman Lee, Jin Young Park, and Shi Bang, obviously, like the big, yeah, big names. Yeah, the, the, the producers. Yeah, I also thought we have to talk about G-Dragon. They're just, he's just that big, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, just by himself, he's that big. Like, what we can say, BTS is like the biggest group, and we have like three label leaders, four or something. But then there's G-Dragon, like, as an idol member. So. Yeah. So how did you actually meet G-Dragon like like not my personality but like uh-huh. as an artist I remember I was like four oh. uh, you know I have an older brother mm-hmm. who was probably like seven at the time mm-hmm. six, seven my older brother he introduced me to Big Bang oh. uh, which is probably uh, uh, L- Lie uh, by Big Bang yep yep that's just, that's when they you know became yeah. like, oh, shocking which is their like mega hit song yeah uh, so I became a fan at, like r- right on uh-huh. cause like the song was really catchy mm-hmm. the music video uh, I remember the music video like I watched it on my dad's computer uh the, like Big Bang the members of Big Bang are like riding like a roller skate oh they're following this one girl in a parking lot or something <laughs> yeah yeah which was so new at the time oh. I mean I was four basically yep, so yep, yep. They were like my first boy band uh, in my life. Uh, so it was so catchy. Mm-hmm. And the visuals were so addictive. And G-Dragon was so young. But yeah, he, was, he, he had that rebel type of energy. Mm-hmm. He was so 
free in the video. Uh, Interesting. I mean, it was about the same for me too. Like it was right before Lie that mm-hmm. I like found Big Bang of Obvious G Dragon. One thing that was for so interesting to me was I couldn't the their music at the first time I was like this is so USA oh yeah because before lie there was like the VIP la 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 those yeah. music it was very Chris Brown vibe actually mm-hmm. very hip hop oriented I was like wow there are guys that I mean then I checked the label is YG and I'm like oh YG got to do it because yeah YG because like after Big Bang YG is like one of the biggest big three K-pop label, right? Mm-hmm. But before Big Bang, YG was more like very artistic, very like indie vibe. Like they did Huisong, Big Mama. They did obviously... Seven? Yeah, Seven. Yeah. Seven was like the biggest pop star. But there was Call Me. And yeah. One time, I mean, One Time is an idol, but like One Time was very hip-hop, you know, authentic hip-hop. And Jinushan was like even like Jinushan. Yeah, was just, they're like the hip-hop duo. Yeah, total hip-hop. So like... For me, YG was more like an indie label. So I was like, ah, so the indie labels are making like an indie idol. That's what I was thinking when mm-hmm. I first listened to it. Then Lai came. Lai was very pop. Very pop. And it was like a smash hit. But what I realized was the name Big Bang was, and even you guys would think it's like very bald name, you know, very, very bald name. Yeah. So people were making fun of their names, sort of. Really? Yeah, yeah. Before they become like a superstar. Before Lie. Lie. Yeah, before uh. Lie. They were making like, you know what happened before Big Bang? You know, it's just like a science statement. Yeah. Was, you know what Big Bang? They were sitting. That's It's like a joke. A oh, Korean joke. Oh. Yeah. Like, so the name was pro- like, you know, probably like people thought it was cringy. Yeah, it was cringy. Like, who would make name Big Bang? But like, then... Yeah. Because, like, they were so small at first. So, mm-hmm. like, why? Oh, who makes them Big Bang? But, like, with the lie, which was, like, a big bang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> then everyone's like, yeah, they're Big Bang, you know? And then there was fe- the all the Haru Haru and, like, yeah. the, the la- Last Pharaoh. It's, it's all mega hit in Korea. Crazy. And ironically, in Korea, those three songs are still one of the most popular songs in Melon, Melon streaming service. Yeah, the Melon... In Melon history ever, right? Yep, yeah, ever. And not the recent ones. Because me and Gyun, because maybe it's because we like the recent music more. We probably, when we talk about Big Bang or G-Dragon, we think more of their recent music. At least after GD and Top. Mm-hmm. Probably like Alive. Uh, alive and maybe... Maid. Yeah, The Maid. It may be Maid and, and all the solos and everything. But yeah. Like, but still, it's those three songs. But let's... Rewind a little bit and talk about what, how G Dragon became idol, mm-hmm. which was very interesting because G Dragon first was like a kid ruler. Yeah, yeah. You guys don't know Rula, obviously. I barely know them. <laughs> barely know them. Uh, Rula yeah. is like actually in the nineties. Oh, uh, there was Teji Boys. I think most K-pop fans now know Te- Teji Boys. Mm-hmm. Even I started like my history book. Of K- about K-pop, time for K-pop. I started it with Teji Boys, and I think many people know since G- the BTS, you know, remake their songs and stuff. Yeah, but le- legends. Yep, yep, they're legend, obviously. But then many people choose Deuce and other groups, like or some people choose Solid. 
Solid. Yeah, solid. And some people choose the, well, many, many, like Noise. There was a group called Noise. But one group that was almost as big as Teji Boys in their, like, what should I say, the market sale mm -hmm. was Rula. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were almost as big as Teji Boys, like, market wise. But yeah. there was some problem on it. It's, we will talk about Rula at some point, I think, because they're interesting story. But to put it short, they were like uh, male, female band, mm -hmm. and then they did some reggae music together. But with many, many issues, especially the copyright issues, and then the, also the issue about like the power struggle between the members and everything. And yeah, then, it happens. Were, yeah, and there were many, many morale issues, stuff like that. I mean, in Korea, yeah. it's very, they were very strict, you know? Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. And, like, one of the members was, even in American standpoint, couldn't return. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. There was, yeah. So, like, there are so many scandals, but just, but we don't need to talk about it right now. We will talk about Rula at some point, I think, because they're so interesting group, but, like, and they actually, they're, and actually they're, um, lineage and their legacy is still going on in k-pop actually so we'll talk about them later but like right now what we need to know is they were like the biggest group mm -hmm. and g dragon became like a member of like a kid ruler yeah so he was a rapper who does you know kid rap so they're like a copied copied you know band so the kid version of ruler yeah, yeah followed them on their tours and everything right yeah yeah it's like they're kid version it's like a copy band mm -hmm. that works together but they're a kid yeah there know? are some like versions of uh, adult bands like ABBA yeah, and yeah, yeah. 18s yeah 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 or yeah. Queens there's always copy bands yeah for so sure it's like them and the, but they're small and then baby and it's, they work together yeah and that's how he started in entertainment business and then after that I mean he wanted to be a star he was a very different kind of vibe yeah he was born to be a star yep and then in the ski resort, you probably don't know Gyeong, but like ski was a very, very, what should I say, fancy thing to do. It still is. In the right. 90s and 2000s, <laughs> and there was always like this sort of like a dating and you're hunting, like there's like a dating stuff and like dancing and all kinds of ski camp, all those stuff were happening mm -hmm. in ski resort. And there was like a dancing competition, dancing content contest. And G Dragon won that contest as a kid. And oh yeah, I know the story. He was like eight. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. And the Crazy. The person, MC, host of that competition was none other than Suman Lee. The one and only. <laughs> yeah. Well he uh, well you guys should understand, until nineties, at least until eighties, Suman Lee was one of the biggest hosts. Like Oprah Winfrey or Knan yeah. O'Brien, that kind of like big guy and he was shocked. Jimmy Kimmel. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. So, Suman Lee was shocked by his talent, obviously. <laughs> I mean, so he uh, put him into SM Entertainment and made him a trainee. Mm -hmm. But then, uh, if you want to join, you can always welcome to join. Well, uh, yeah, so I believe he uh, he was too young, uh, yep, yep, basically. Yep. And eight, yeah. And the... And the label didn't have any plans for him for like, for a while. Yeah. Yeah, for a while. He had to stay for like ten years if he wanted to. Yeah. You know, member and idol, but yeah, it, it wasn't the problem with SM actually. I think they never talk about it. But the mm -hmm. biggest problem happened in his music. 
because I think it's like when he was 13, like at five years after he t- was trained in SM, mm-hmm. he was introduced by his friend. Like just like, you, you know, your brother introduced G-Dragon to, to me, to you. Yeah. Like one of the friends introduced Wu-Tang Clan to him. Mm-hmm. And he fall in love with those like Wu Tang Clan's hip hop vibe. <laughs> he started learning hip hop in Hip Hop Academy, governed by Jinushan, and just naturally he, you know, cut the contract with SM Entertainment and moved to YG, YG. Entertainment. And then yeah, as a trainee. As a trainee, but he w- was like, it's not just like it's not a systematic training that they do right now. Mm-hmm. It's more like. You clean stuff. It's like a master and pupil type. Yeah, of. it was like more of a little brother type of thing. Yeah, yeah. You just yeah. eat with them and just see them dancing and try yeah. to copy that. It's just like very and do their dishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like very kung fu movie yeah. vibe in it. And actually, that's how he learned. I mean, he watched the Genushan. I'm not yeah, Genushan and what else? Seven, the seven, and more the one time definitely, mm-hmm. and then learn from them and. As an indie rapper, he was doing many, many music outside of his label. Like, there was some indie record that he recorded. Yeah. But there was another guy, uh, Dong Youngbae, the Taehyung. Yep. <laughs> he was with them. And then they were, like, I think, GDYB, something like that. They were. Like, yeah. They, they thought that they're going to debut as a hip-hop duo. Yeah, hip-hop right? duo. Like Jin Hsiung, actually. Yeah. But then they... The, I think it was... Right in the end, he's like, you guys have to make an idol band. Mm-hmm. So they made a band and they started working. And if we talk about G-Dragon and Big Bang and everything, it'll take our list like what, four hours yeah, or for w- sure. even longer. So that's how he started his music. But he kind of changed everything, I think, right? Yeah, uh, because I think that's uh, thanks to his background. Because he got introduced to hip hop, and he wrote his own lyrics, mm-hmm. and he wrote his own songs, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I read the article about him, mm-hmm. like writing songs, mm-hmm. uh, that he wrote a, a song, mm-hmm. like a single song, every single day. So by the time he debuted, he was basically a professional songwriter, uh, and the song "Lie," which was a mega hit song, uh, was. Originally supposed to be on G Dragon's solo debut album, mm-hmm. but you know GD actually you know uh, g- gave it to Big Bang, and which made them really huge. Uh, so yeah, but yeah. He, he's a really talented producer. It's very interesting. I mean, right now having a self producer in a team is like a starting point. It's like default. Yeah, uh, it's like a must. Yeah. But before G Dragon, it never happened. Like, like we talked about this actually a little bit. Like, even HOT wanted to have a self producer, like Chang Yong Jin, but yeah. he resisted. Then, sort of SM Entertainment trained Gang Ta and Moon Hee Jin to become self producer. But once they get the point of becoming a producer, their like fame kind of diminished and like. And the group diminished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, all the idols, they were trying to just become a celebrity and good performer, of course, professional yeah. performer. But they kind of didn't try as much to become like a producer and become the leader of them, the project. Yeah. But I think YG 
was trying to. This is it's just theory, but I think see YG his heyday was obviously Teji Boys, right?、Mm-hmm. He was the dancer with Teji Sateji, and Sateji was the artist who produced everything, wrote most of the lyrics, and then you know. Do the dance and singing、everything. and directed the project. Yeah, everything. Leader of the whole project, but I think what YG was trying to do was make remake Sateji. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, retrain Sateji and create something and make a leader of the project. Yeah, which is very bald, I think. Like、And、a second generation Sateji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that was I think because when. He was trying to make music. He was so authentic, and he was putting his own message.、Mm-hmm. Like in the beginning, like after a couple songs, he was trying. He was always putting lyrics of how hard he tried, and how long he'd been prepared, which was his life actually. Yeah. So the lyrics was very different, and it was very authentic. Of course, it wasn't like very. What should I say?、Mm, pop. Oriented or something that mass appealed at、mm-hmm. that point,、mm-hmm. but after lie and haru haru and last farewell, they kind of got it. They got, oh, this is what's working. Yeah. And for like a year, they were like, reign the whole music chart, and then then it became like a heydays of Big Bang. So that's how it started. But like, we can't go on and like. The chronicle because it's gonna take so long. So. Yeah, we're gonna make like a whole season out of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like we have to talk about focus on what he does and like certain point. Is there any like t- anything you kind of want to point out? Just you know, as an idol, as a celebrity, as a fashion leader,、uh, whatever, as a producer. It's, it's,、uh, all of them are good. So it's yeah, choose whatever.、Yeah. Probably producer. Producer. Yeah. Because uh, you know, G Dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like a funny part of、mm-hmm. G Dragon. It's because he is so versatile、mm-hmm. that he can do whatever he wants、uh, on a song.、Uh, you know, he actually、uh, used to produce for the other members、mm-hmm. of Big Bang also. Yep, yep. For instance, the ex Big Bang member Sing Me, a strong baby, which、oh. was a which was a pretty big, a pretty big, big song. Pretty big successful song, yeah.、Uh, and it, which which is really、uh, I don't know, the the song was very.、Uh, Triumphant,、mm-hmm. in a way, and it ev- and it progresses into a more sexy R and B type of song. Yep, yep.、Uh, yada yada yada. It, it, the rest is history. And the most funny part is that he produced a tr- uh, a Korean、uh, trot song. Yep, for Tae Song. For Tae Song. Yeah. And you know. Tae Bagi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very traditional na- trot song. Yeah, Narba Kisun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like that was. Really crazy because if you don't say it is not produced by G Dragon, like you might believe it.、Uh, I mean, like it is like so far gone from his original, original style. Yeah, and I was probably like seven at the time when the song came out.、Uh, I was like, wait, G D made this song? <laughs> That's crazy. But and the song is like really catchy. Yeah, and. It fits like both songs fits with the members like、yeah. the strong baby fits so well with Sungmi and、yeah. the Naira Gusun that's so fits so well with Daesung actually that's yeah, crazy with with Daesung's character yeah yeah with his character yeah. and personality and his skill and everything it、yeah. fits perfectly and it's same with GD like his singles like 
I mean, he himself is like very K-pop because he merged into like so many genres. It's just impossible yeah. to say what kind of genre he has. Yeah, we we just can't like categorize him like as one artist. Yeah, yeah. There was a time where the Anthony Pertano, I think he reviewed the last solo album of G Dragon. Really? Yeah, like, and he listened to the whole thing and then talks about it. His favorite was probably the public's favorite, the Untitled, oh, yeah. the ballads. He was like, that's so beautiful. Oh, he, yeah. he, he almost had some tears. But the point is, until then, he was kind of bugged, like annoyed that like there was a, the genre was keep changing. Oh, yeah. And then the Untitled, that song is so ballad you know it's just pure ballad there's no mixing of other no genre or anything. just piano yeah but the whole album is like a journey of so many genres yeah you know it has hip-hop yep, yep. Uh, the middle fingers up yep, yep. Uh, and uh edm yeah with, yep, yep. with the dog yeah. uh, uh i don't know dog what, shit something like that yeah, yeah. and bet the ballad song and like an r&b song <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, another hip hop song. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And it has like a vibe that's kind of all united by the personal G Dragon, which is like very interesting. And and he can't even make his own ballad song and make a mega hit. That's that was like very obvious now, but that's very shocking to yeah. many Koreans. That was like the epic moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for Koreans, like not now, but like until then. Koreans thought if you're a ballad singer, you have to sing like sort of like a Brian Magnite or Shaka Khan, you know. Yeah, or like Park Hyo-shin. <laughs> yeah, Park Hyo-shin is more like a yeah. people Bryson, Bryson, yeah, like that kind of stuff. Or like uh, who's that guy? The Tell Me How Am I Supposed to Live Without the Guy? The Michael Bolton. Right, like, right. The singer should sing like that, you know, like in Korea back then. Yeah, you, you should have that. Uh, belting mm-hmm. like, like that th- deep voice yeah vibrato uh, and you gotta like hit the notes high notes it's just like an American Idol type vocal yeah. which is not a bad thing but like Drew Durgan was like a, he's a rapper yeah basically he has that rap technique mm-hmm. even when he sings yeah yeah uh, and with that he triumphed the even ballad that's how great his like talent is it's great I mean what he does is like such a journey that like it's hard to I think categorize it and his work especially like for like 10 years the first 10 years it changed hip uh, K-pop like permanently and not just K-pop actually hip-hop K-hip-hop yeah obviously like I think K-hip-hop's all all like permanently changed after GD and Top album Mm -hmm. that's just that changed everything like yeah Uh, I guess uh I mean, I don't want to say it's solely because of G Dragon, mm-hmm. because you know K Hip Hop. Like there, yeah. are, there are a lot of OGs there. Yeah. Uh, but one thing for sure is that G Dragon was the pioneer of mm-hmm. the sounds. Yep. Yep. Uh, I mean, he he might have not created that sound, but he for sure was the one that brought the new, the trendiest sounds mm-hmm. into Korea. So he was always on the front line mm-hmm. for. I don't know, K-pop and K-hip-hop also. So, you know, GD and Top, uh, one of a kind also. Of course. Yeah. There was this uh, time where, 
I think the two biggest, the, like, the heyday of K-hip-hop is the Show Me the Money era. Just for mm-hmm. lo- locally saying. Yeah. And that, it was all thanks to, I think, G-Dragon and Illinois Records. Yeah. They were the translators. And there was a hit song where Toki and Tableau and G-Dragon raps. It's called Bulbuchabara. Oh, yeah. Was, was it like... Is it, is it, isn't Master Wu involved in the song? I think so. Maybe yeah. he produced it. It was a hidden track of one of his solo. Yeah. I remember listening to that music and I was like, so shocked because Tablet Doki is like, even now, but even back then, like the best rapper. They were like the hottest rappers. Yeah, like there. the greatest rapper. It was like Jay-Z and Kanye West at mm-hmm. the Watch the Throne type of moment. Yeah. And there was this idol, G-Dragon, casually doing rap. Yeah. And he wasn't missing out he actually yeah, he, was one of the best actually in yeah, that verse he didn't get bodied i mean he bodied <laughs> yeah actually it was when, once we listened to all the music i'm like that's g dragon killed it i'm like that's yeah. crazy it's he, he killed it actually and it was an idol who can you know have like a shared verse with the best rapper at that moment yeah and then you know doesn't get killed which is yeah crazy. the most skillful ones yeah yeah and then his vibe and his character and his like just it's just his he just he's just so dominating force just when he does rap it's just yeah hard to <sighs> say it's just and and the way he's he's not like actually making a track i think i heard but he's uh always guiding something and which is so creative that all the you know producers who worked with him says like a children helps a lot and yeah i think he proved it him by himself because for sure because now it's been so long since uh he kind of had like a hiatus and maybe works at like a one single in like three four years so yg had so many other singles right but none of them sounds like gd mm-hmm. so gd had his his point he has his own artistic creativity so yeah, I think the as a producer, that's kind of what made him very distinguishable, and yeah. that kind of like do it yourself vibe impacted. I think yeah, BTS because Bang Xia was the biggest fan of G Dragon mm-hmm. in his heydays, and I think Bang Xia was trying to have G Dragon vibe in BTS. Yeah. Of course, it was because BTS was so talented that they got popular and famous yeah, for sure yeah but it was Bang Siok, the G-Dragon spirit that Bang Siok learned so he's like he pushed them yeah. to have that kind of moment you know so, yeah and one thing I remember about G-Dragon is that oh, Winner the, yeah. the the boy group Winner when they came out with a with an album I, I forgot the name the title but there was this one song uh, Sentimental mm, and, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and for the promo of the album, like, uh, you know, Taeyang, Dean, like, Lehigh, probably, uh-huh. like, some of the other artists, like, uh, made a cover version of, of the songs on the album. And G-Dragon actually remixed uh, the sentimental song. Uh-huh. And he directed the vocals and the song in his own way uh-huh. that he stole the song. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you know how the song goes, like... yeah. yeah, yeah. And G Dragon, he like stacked his vocals in his own unique style. That it sounds like a GD song, and it, and it, he twisted the song direction 
like so uniquely that he ex- executed it perfectly. Aww. And I think that one video shows, you know, how much talent he got as a producer nice. and I, a rapper also. It's very, very, I think, important. And I think yeah. it's good time for us to talk about the fashion, actually, mm-hmm. because I think the reason he's so good producer is not only his music, it's also the visual. Yeah, the because, designs. Yeah, the GDN top, what was so shocking for me at that time was it was so visually appealed to me. And that was like, this is what was missing in K-hip-hop. Mm-hmm. They were less about the visuals. They were more about the music and lyricism and stuff, which is good. But like, hip-hop is all the visuals, right? I mean, yeah. when you wa- think Drake, you have to think of his like dance and his clothes and his... Yeah. His strange hot line bling stuff. Or his, like, uh, I- iconic hairstyle. Yeah, yeah. And, like, uh, let's say with Travis Scott. Like, Travis Scott sure. has, like, a very unique style of music, but his fashion and his mm-hmm. music vi- the art, the aesthetics of his music video, it's so unique, you know? Like, he's, he's, he, he's like, the top tier of, you know, visuals right now. Yeah, yeah. And he made a whole movie. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. And also Kanye West, like... Even yeah. his album cover is like part of his music, you know. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. So like, G Dragon was like the first guy who did that, I think. Be- maybe probably because he he was idol. Yeah, in Korea. Yep. Like one of the first. Yep, yep. So he the visuals was like so good. Like, so is there anything you want to talk about G Dragon as a fashion leader? Uh yeah. Um, I came across this one photo, of like a show Umak Jungshim mm-hmm. like stage photos yep, yep. from 2013 mm-hmm. and you know so it, it was a photo of G-Dragon like uh, with other you know K-pop idols at the time uh, and you know other K-pop idols look like they're from 10 years ago mm-hmm. a decade ago but only G-Dragon he looks straight out of 2023 uh, and he has this one leather jacket on Aww. with the white uh and white white hair mm. and like the leather pants kind of like has that Saint Laurent Balenciaga type of feeling into it <sighs> and has that one tattoo he's feel he looks like he's from 2023 but the photo was taken in 2013 <sighs> so That's... I mean he's always like a decade ahead I, I I think you told me like that nowadays people the young generation people think of G-Dragon as a fashionista, not the singers. Because <laughs> there's not much single going on after the last 10 years. Right? Yeah, so for like, sure. But his fashion is so good. Just, he's like, I don't know, he's like the god of like male fashion Actually, in Korea. He made, he created the whole industry of sneakers. Oh. I'm not even kidding. Like, there's, sure. there's a guy this Def, Defcon he's like the OG of OG <laughs> guy and he was jokingly shout G Dragon please stop buying Nike you're <laughs> making prices go skyrocket yeah he's like blaming G Dragon yeah it, it was in the show yeah, Inf- yeah. Infinite Challenge Infinite right? Challenge yeah yeah it was, it was, a, it was a legendary moment because everyone knew it was like yeah you're so right you know yeah so, until COVID I mean the sneakers market emerged in Korea like crazy skyrocket yeah and I think the biggest reason was G-Dragon yeah his sneaker game is crazy uh, and 
I believe、uh, there was this one Japanese sneaker, like, like a shoe brand, Mihara Yasuhiro,、mm-hmm. I mean, which is pretty famous. It's a designer brand.、Uh, and it is pretty pricey. It, it, it costs like 400 bucks for a sneaker. But ever since GD came out with a Mihara on his feet,、mm-hmm. The, the price is skyrocketed. And, <laughs> and the last time I checked, checked the prices,、yeah. it was like 800 bucks. Oh boy. Like 900 bucks per pair. And that is pretty crazy because it is like a, a decent pair of. Just shoes. Yeah. A decent pair. It, it looks like a, con, like a pair of Converse in a way, but it costs like 800 bucks. That's pretty hectic. Because it's G Dragon's shoes. Yeah, because of G Dragon. <laughs> I mean, but. I think that makes so much sense. Like, from the first time in like a decade now, like, K pop star becomes a fashion leader of the global.、Mm-hmm. And of course, with BTS, it's like global sense. Yeah. Because, in a sense, BTS is like a, it's like a more than one G Dragon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, for sure. Adding together as, a, together as a whole, they're like a G Dragon style artist group, you know?、Mm-hmm. And it's just, So crazy how he just started this fashion vibe and like made the fashion industry itself like growing in、mm-hmm. Korea. And thanks to him, I think nowadays fashion in Korea is considered one of the best in Asia, which is、mm-hmm. very shocking to me because to me, in like the, Japan was always the center of fashion in Asia. Yeah, I mean, I mean they technically still are, but, but,、uh, but yeah, but at least we got to we got to. Uh, have our own industry, yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, like trendy. I mean, the, Japan is more like a legacy and they're more, you know, they're more foundation. Yeah, they're more legendary. Yeah,、like. yeah, yeah. But Korea is more like fashion, speed, trendy. Like, there's one, the, there's a term that can, I think, express Korea so well. Pali pali.、Like, oh, yeah. Just, just, <laughs> Korea is hectic, rushed. Just always <laughs> go, 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 forward, onward. <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah. So, but that's why Korean music is so energetic and trendy. It's like, yeah. It has this energy. It's just. Yeah. It, it constantly gives you dopamine. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's flexible. And it's like in Europe, I heard most people don't listen to the new songs.、Mm-hmm. They just listen to older good songs. But K pop is like one of the few exceptions. Yeah. Because like, it has like a energy. It's, like, it's, a, it's a full of、yeah. dopamine. And so. In Europe,、uh, they still use like, acoustic drums, yep, like, yep. acoustic guitars. Yep, yep. I mean, they ha- like, electronic music in Europe is crazy. Yeah. But still, they have like, the whole、uh, indie style going on. Yeah, yeah. Like, legendary. But yeah, yeah, yeah. in Korea, most of the songs nowadays are based on like, the electronic drums,、yep. like, electric guitars, yep, yep. synthesizers I... to give you the proper amount of dopamine. I, yeah. I, I agree with you. So, like, there was this, like, I think we talked a lot about his fashion and his producing, but I think we have to talk about him as a celebrity, actually. I think、mm-hmm. it's a celebrity because, like, he was the biggest s e l l for like 10 years, which is like crazy. Yeah. He, he I guess, still is,、uh, like, is like, yeah. the, like, the king、uh, of, like, the. the The cell lips right now、mm-hmm. because、uh, he, ever since he、uh, came, came back from military, he always like, had this mysterious posture. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. He, he kept that mysterious posture. He lives in a, like, a, 
he lives in uh, Itaewon, right? Like Hanamdong, probably. I think he moved to America, but it's no one knows. You know, it's like he's yeah. Like, He's like a ghost. Like, uh, no one knows. Yeah, like people know him as like he lives in like Hanamdong. Yep, yep. But like he's like he lives in like a Dracula castle in Hanamdong. Yep, 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 yeah. Uh, and he's like super rich. Of course, like, yeah. But he like doesn't show his face like in public figure. Yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, but still, it's. I think it's very interesting. Like, Big Bang is has been you know. Out of work for like almost a decade, almost, mm-hmm. and G Dragon is still like popular, and everyone is looking for, looking forward to his next Instagram post, which is crazy. I think. Yeah. Actually, come to think of it, there is nothing he, especially does, <laughs> publicly much. But like, uh, just whenever there's something he does, everyone's like thinking, is he dating someone? Is it like, yeah, is he, is he broke up with someone? Is he like signing with the label? It's just crazy. It's just, yeah, th- this, yeah. When all he does is just like, you know, dropping random photos of himself. Like, yeah. like man's is just chilling. Like yeah, he, he's, he's just chilling. Like he's just living his life. Yeah, he's, chi- uh. he's just chill. He's just <laughs> pretty much didn't do anything much actually. Yeah. I mean, he obviously might be working on a new project. I think so. Like, might be working on a new fashion line, Mm -hmm. working on a new album. Whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably, I mean, rumor says he's in Warner Music. Who knows? I mean, no one knows. Maybe just visited. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No one knows. But one thing I think is true is, like, he is still at the... No, like, people are not sick of him. And still, people are almost charmed by him, I think, in a sense. Yeah, and he still looks good. Man. Yeah, like, oh. he's like in his mid thirties. Like, oh, his fashion! Oh my gosh. Yeah, and he lo- still looks so fresh. And I'm kind of looking forward to his new album, which is crazy. Yeah, I, I want to know. I, I'm expect like I'm looking forward to what he, what he's gonna talk about because mm-hmm. you know, ever since you know his military days, we we like we couldn't have a song from him. Like there were uh, like couple singles from Big Bang, but they were basically yeah. about disbanding or saying goodbye. Yeah, and their legacy. Yeah, uh, yeah, which is good, but it's not about G Dragon. Yeah, so there has been a void mm-hmm. of G Dragon, like at least thirty to thirty-five. Mm-hmm. The past five years, I want to know. Uh, I, I like. I'm curious of how he has been, how he, he has been like managing to like put it like hold it down and stuff like that yeah like rumors says that G Dragon was working on his music various yeah. artists said it in like a broadcast or like a YouTube or, or podcast yeah. so it's they're just it's like a rumor but and even he said it he uploaded like a video on yeah. his YouTube channel like happy new year and I'm gonna drop a project like before the year goes by which didn't happen uh, I mean, we still have like a couple months. Yeah, I guess uh, it can left. happen. We have a couple months left, so it so it'll be like Gyun versus G Dragon this year. Oh man, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's me versus my idol. <laughs> but like the the point is, I think that oh, although he's kind of like a mist, like there's nothing you can grab it or something. But everyone's still you know charmed by him, like. Bewitched by almost, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And I think it, it's because like he used to be in all of our core memories, 
Uh, uh, true. Like he he was like our our first ever K-pop star. Uh, I, I mean, for at least for people around uh, people in their twenties, I guess twenties or thirties. And this and this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like Dragon was so big for so long that yeah. you just can't get out of it. I think. Yeah, Maybe. and he's still fresh. So. Yeah. So true. That's very very interesting. And there's like this. We, it's always in our memory, like what he does, and like there was always time he went to like sort of infinite challenges, like a legendary <laughs> reality show, and he goes there and he just drops some hilarious single with one of the comedians or celebs or hosts. Yeah, and it's so good. <laughs> and, and even when he gets roasted by by the comedians in the show, yeah, he still looks so good. Yeah, <laughs> and then like their single is like a p- biggest single in that year. Yeah, That's uh, crazy. like Hebolago, Param Nasso, all was fresh and it was so good. And Mapsosa, yeah, yeah, it was all mega hit. It was crazy. Whenever yeah. G Dragon comes, crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think Infinite Challenge is something that didn't have like a global success. Yeah, yeah, but Infinite Challenge for Koreans is so important because it's the starting point of all the like. Korean style reality, reality shows. shows, yeah, like the Jeans Kitchen, or that was a big popular because there was BTS member, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then there's this uh, show called Running Man, obviously, pretty much a little brother of yeah, because like they have like a, the same like half of them are from from the same cast, yeah, from uh, the same cast, and their style is a bit and and the and the Knowing Bro brother, yeah, yeah, uh, that's uh, th- that's another. Plat- another show that we could see the influence of. yeah yeah well, I, mean, I mean honestly every show after Infinite Sh- Challenge is influenced by Infinite Challenge yeah uh, even the 17 their own YouTube show it's so Infinite Challenge yeah and it's so like but nowadays I think it's more like towards them but like the G-Dragon and his work in re- reality show was kind of the starting point of that because mm-hmm. I heard many, many pe- people become fan of the boy band because of the show, not just music. Mm-hmm. Like BTS, they have like running BTS. Oh, yeah. Run BTS. That's so fun, actually. Yeah. And even with, uh, even with like Twice or uh, Blackpink. Yep, yep. The, the first, uh, my first encounter of Twice was their show on mm. YouTube, like 2016. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's so. a great show. Yeah. So th- I think that it's even like the using of the reality show and showing his character and his music. It was all like the part of the trend. So come to think of it, it's crazy and that's that's great. And for the last before we end this episode, I want to kind of show like this is like a an hour of praising G Dragon. It's kind of like man, <laughs> like we can we can we can go for another couple of hours. Yeah, man. so true, so true. But like. <laughs> Before we finish, I want to talk about Idol because um, as an idol, he was crazy good too, which mm-hmm. was surprising to me because like for me, before, see, when I was into Big Bang, I was more Taeyang fan. Mm-hmm. So I thought Taeyang was a better singer and better dancer, but g is like a crazy producer and very like a greatest producer, rapper ever in Idol industry. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought, which was true. Yeah, but, he still is. But yeah, he still is. But like whenever I watch their old video, I realize that it's just different style. But GD is as good as Taeyang in dancing too. It's just I actually like 
G-Dragon's dancing more than Taeyang now. Uh, Taeyang is more of like a like a power dance. powerful like edgy type yeah, yeah, of dance yeah, yeah. but G-Dragon he's more smooth uh, yeah he's just and his feeling his vibe is just crazy it's just, yeah they're both groovy but G-Dragon is more smooth yeah well, different way and he's more he's more cool you know yeah he's very and he pretend he doesn't try yeah yeah there was like this song called Why You uh-huh. and yeah that stage oh that's just so crazy it's just it's a very classic idol music. Yeah. It's and just, he roams around the stage. Yeah. Like casually dancing. Yeah. And his casual dancing is so good. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so good. <laughs> yeah. And his interaction with the fans. Yeah. 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 It's uh, on point. Yeah. And, and all the dance he does is like, there's nothing much he does actually. He's not tumbling or anything, but mm-hmm. it's just so good. It just uh, kills it. It seems like he's freestyling in a way. Yeah. But it's, it's it's so orchestrated into the music, yeah. and uh, you ever saw the video? Uh, like, and towards the end of the song, like he dri- and he walks out, like he drives out the stage in a Lamborghini. <laughs> That's oh, oh, it's everything he does. It, that that music video was shocking. Yeah. Oh, the planning and stuff. It's just, uh, even as an idol, he's like crazy. Like he's like the one of the. Best idol ever, I think. Yeah. Probably, yeah. even as an idol, that's, which was very surprising yeah. to me. Uh, for me, he's like the goat. He's like the greatest of all time. Oh, he, it's just oh, so in, in Korean pop culture. Probably, he's just one of them for sure. And oh, we can talk about this more and more and more. But like, maybe we can end this episode with like a, talking about what. Uh, is our favorite G Dragon single right now? Yeah. Uh, w- uh, what is it? Oh, man. Yours? Can I go first? Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. Right now, uh, it's probably between Runaway mm. or I Love It. Oh. Uh, they're, they're both on the same album, by the way. Yep, yep. Uh, I Love It featuring Zion T and Boys Noise. I think uh, so. And Runaway is a solo, solo song. Uh, Runaway has that punk feeling into it and he executed it so well that it has that rebellious type of feeling and the bad boy mood and I love it on the other hand it's so R&B oh. uh, and the transition between Zion T's chorus and G-Dragon's verse is so smooth and when G-Dragon comes in like I don't know man it's so good that those those songs are I don't know it, the vibes are immaculate nice to me it's more like right now I feel like I would choose it's very unexpected but I would choose La 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 by Big Bang oh yeah it's like one of the first single I think mm-hmm. it's the first single but it's very very rebellious and he's like having like he's very ambitious he's like trying to kill the music industry yeah and the vibe it's so Chris Brown so American like so authentic I can feel what kind of music he likes and his passions for music and everything and I chose it because I couldn't understand it when they released it I listened to it it was a bit harder for me but now it's like oh man this is so good Mm -hmm. And, and I can enjoy all the music but 
whatever the reason is, I right, right now listen to many of Big Bang's music before Lie. It's like the Chris Brown vibe music, and it's 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 very hip hop actually. Yeah, very, very like two thousand hip hop. Y two K. Yeah, Y two K stuff. Yeah, so like I, I I enjoy that, and and not many people think of like that kind of music when they think of G Dragon, but I love those music too. Not not just that, but of course, <laughs> there's yeah. so many music that you guys that you guys can enjoy. So like, that's what I was thinking, and what. I want to try is like maybe this will be like shed and we may cut it <laughs> but like mm-hmm. let's talk about like what can we talk about for the next week that's, that's something we try something new like mm. we can talk about maybe one of favorite Judy's album or maybe you can talk about following Taeyang or, yeah. or, uh, or Teddy whatever uh, Taeyang I think Taeyang would be like the natural flow flow because he's like a yeah. brother yeah he, he's he been friends with GD for like over 20 years right yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. so we can maybe talk about Taeyang then yeah yeah I guess uh, I mean I was thinking we can do the personal thing like introduce each person of K-pop for like uh-huh. so long and then it's not gonna die out we can do it for like 100 <laughs> what not 100 like yeah. a year or two but like we'll at some point Maybe switch to introducing albums or stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. Taeyang might be, maybe Taeyang. And then maybe you can talk about Teddy or stuff like that as a natural flow. Because, like, we kind of missed YG when we talked about all the producers. Yeah, we went through, like, Big Hit, uh, Hype, yeah. Hype, uh, YG, I mean, JYP, SM, and Adore. Yeah, yeah, Adore is sort of Hype. But, like, yeah. I didn't miss out for point, but the problem is YG is like one of the greatest executive ever, but he's not a musician. No. So it's like we either talk about the dance yeah. or the business. Well, we sort of talk about business a little bit with mm-hmm. Jin Young Park and Suman Lee and of course Bang Ji Yeok, but talking about different hour, that's just not suited well with us. Yeah. But instead, we can talk about their like artists more. Because we can have like a Zinushan easily. Yeah. Or even Master Wu. But we can definitely, I think we definitely have to go through Taeyang and Teddy for sure. Yeah. Because Teddy is the mastermind behind Blackpink for sure. Oh, we have to talk about Blackpink too, actually. Oh man, Blackpink. <laughs> That's a very natural flow. Because like right now, we don't know if it's their demise or not. But yeah. it's end of one era for sure, right? I mean, for sure. Yeah. So they they've been the queens of K-pop for like at least seven years. Oh yeah, they yeah they were so big. I can still remember the first time I watched them performance. Yeah, can't believe it's seven years, but they're probably the most mass appealed K-pop group ever, because BTS is more like iconic, but Blackpink is like everyone's pop. You know? Yeah, it's a bit different style. So yeah, we can talk about like. We already have like three, four weeks of plan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sort of. Yeah. So like that's probably it. Is there anything else you want to, you know, ch- choose or talk about before we finish this? Uh, Not much for now? Yeah, no, not much. I mean, I guess we probably covered probably briefly. Everything Very briefly. Yeah. Cause about GD. Yeah. If we start going more, it's going to take us like an hour more. So Yeah. We can go like for at least four more episodes yep man. yep <laughs> but like oh so why how about this we end the episode with like saying talking about like what would be like the 
like you know what is I mean we didn't we've never done this before but like it's G Dragon so who is GD to you yeah he's basically been like a god oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean I mean not like a god god but like capitalized but like small god I yeah, yeah. Uh, he always uh, suggested like a new uh-huh. sound a new aesthetic nice, nice. fashion wise music wise so, so uh, I mean I'm not gonna like follow his steps mm-hmm. uh, like I'm not gonna like copy him or anything but he always inspires me to think outside the box mm-hmm. to try, so- try something new try something different yep for me G Dragon is like I've never thought about this I just it came to my mind while we were just filming this episode recording this episode whatever that G Dragon kind of inspired my novel one of them The Resurrected Mozart because when I was doing this work I kept thinking of G Dragon sort of is like a resurrected Mozart Mm -hmm. because Mozart is not just a musician or composer he was so good at singing. It's in the record, actually. Oh, yeah. He loved singing. He loved clothes so much that he spent most of his money on clothes, expensive clothes. Yeah. <laughs> and he was a party guy, and he was a, such a charismatic performer and everything. It's just, what he does is so rebellious, and he was fighting against the ruler of the country. And it's, the more I think, he's more, kind of like rebel. And he's more like, and now I sincerely believe, at first it was like a plan that I had, but now I sincerely believe that if Mozart comes back to Earth, which never happens, obviously, but if he does, he will be capable of idol like Jude Dragon, I think. Yeah, if he if he resurrected in Korea. Yeah, he it, would definitely it, be. Yeah, it would have been somebody like Jude Dragon. Yeah, that's what I sincerely believe. So, like, yeah. it's like, that's, like, right now, at this point, that novel is, like, what defines me. Mm-hmm. And that has like a, that's sort of like a biggest hit right now. But like, that kind of re- now I realize that's the novel about G Dragon. Actually, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking now. So it's big part of me, I guess. Obviously, yeah. so that's what I kind of realized now, which is like a great. What should I say? I didn't expect this. It's like a came to me as a as a surprise, I guess, mm-hmm. gift. So that's. Today and next, we'll talk about Taeyang. Yeah, oh, we have a lot to talk about Taeyang, and his yeah, recent man. album was quite successful too. Yeah, it, it was really, I don't know, touching. Yep, yep. Because so, you know, ever since the last single by Big Bang, I mean, we don't know if they disbanded or not, but still, for now, it's their last single. Yeah, I, I could feel the emotions of Big Bang's last mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Taeyang as his first like solo career I can feel his raw emotions Hmm. so I think it would be like the perfect timing to talk about sounds good sounds good I was a personally I was a fan of Taeyang when there was Big Bang Mm -hmm. I always wear like solar (laughs) t-shirt and in his concert and everything and listen to his music and so he's very personal to me so we'll we'll see Yeah. yeah so we'll talk about that later so Yep, that's it for this year, so we'll see you next week. See you next week.